ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Some of the best elk hunters in the world. Across the canyon, pop up the other side, and the wind is right at my back and blows right into it. I cut him off and say, I'm the best one, not you. I love it, man. I feel like I'm super blessed to call myself an elk hunter. To beat them at their game, to get them within that bow range, convincing them that I'm one of them. you got to close that distance really quick on him. And if he's going to engage that much, that's a dead bull. Welcome to Western Contours Podcast. Sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. Whether you're chasing bugles over the next ridge, sitting a stand out east, this is about passion. Pursuing our dreams of field, our lifestyle, the betterment of self and community, the enlightenment that comes from those moments spent in God's creation. Through these conversations, I hope you find insight, inspiration, education, and motivation to push beyond your limits. I'm not a fan of inviting myself on podcasts and i apologize if i ever came off like that so dude i don't we don't even have to record type thing no so what's what's funny about the podcast thing right i don't like dude i i do this because i enjoy this brings something into me right It, 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 it like breathes life into me i'm i'm until my podcast dude i'm an anti-social person Oh, right. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with where I'm at. Um, I don't have a connection, right? It, it's hard to connect with people that don't appreciate the same thing you appreciate. So I don't take offense to anything. I don't, I'm not in competition with anything. Like, I just love it, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. people kind of, I've had people that don't know how to approach me or like say stuff like, oh man, you know, and I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like we're, however far apart, we're brethren. You know what I mean? Like yeah. through this, through whatever it is, like for me, it's a connection. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. So I don't give a fuck, Johnny Mac. All right, <laughs> you bro. know what I mean? We're sitting here. We could, we can share this audio. I know you had said you wanted to get me on. Uh, I do want to get, I want to get you on. I want to, yeah. I want to promote your story. I mean, you know, so we, I don't care. We can go back and forth. You know, I mean, we're sitting here. Um, it, it's funny. It, it's funny that you're sitting here right now. And I'm going to tell you why. So, I don't know. You know who Mountain Goat Polly is? Paul Servi? Are you kidding me, brother? Okay. Love that. Yes. That's a soul connection. Yes. So, Paul Paul had posted something a few weeks back, right? And it just, it just stood out to me. And 
I've never met him. I've followed him for a long time, but I followed him because some friends had posted about him. I was like, oh, this, you know, this is pretty cool. And I know that they're good people. When, when Paul and I, we just, we literally just met and we sat down, dude, like that spiritual connection. Right there. Like looking in his eyes, dude, I shared stuff in that 20, 30 minutes that I've never, I've never even put words to. I've never thought to put words to at all. So then to have you sitting here right after that to understand what your connection is with the spiritual side of what we love to do yeah. and what you're promoting, dude, like it's full. I'm not going to say it's full circle, but there's we're running around that circle right no now. There's no coincidences. No. I don't, I don't believe in coincidences. No, it, yeah. it's, it's meant to be like things happen at the right time for the right reason. When I saw Paulie yesterday and I haven't seen him for two years at the last expo, mm -hmm. like I started tearing up. I just hugged him and just kind of held on. Yeah. And same with him. That's what I want. Yeah. That's. So, and this will be an interesting conversation. One of the things that he and I talked about, right? And I've never promoted per se the spiritual side of it outside of, of how I view it in my words. And you've done really good about honing in on the meaning, that soulful meaning, right? If you will. And you've done really good with promoting that and, and saying that this this is what I want to be a part of or what I want to spread the message on right and and I don't I'm not saying what I, what I've done is a disservice but I think not promoting it was a disservice to the good that it does by promoting it and I think sitting down with Paulie and just having that connection like that it was weird, dude. That's all it connection. Was, it was weird. I told him at the end, and I'm sitting there talking to his wife, and I'm like, it's it's kind of fucking weird to me right now, like this feeling that I'm getting, but this feeling was meant, like this moment was meant to be. Yes. It was, it was badass, dude. I've had both of them on my podcast. Love them. And and so, and I don't even know where to start. I kind of <laughs> lost the words, really. I always say you can't outgive good. Right. And when you're putting good out into the world, somehow, some way, don't know when or where or how or all that, it'll boomerang back. Yeah. And when I created my platform of mentorship as conservation, I didn't have a community. I didn't, you know. I don't, I don't like to use the term should because I don't believe in shooting on people. You, know, you never should do anything. And at the same time, how do I build community? And it was a field of dreams type moment. Mm -hmm. And so like, if you build it, they will come. Well, their good friend, Jana Waller, who is a what, quote unquote a celebrity within right. the hunting world, big deal, was like the first person outside of like the local Washington area that gave me some time of day. Mm -hmm. And I, I got connected with her and I was like, whoa, what you see is what you get all the time and so much more. And, but then when I came here two years ago to do a seminar and I ran into Polly, I had him do an article on my website. Um, this is how I hunt. 
it's kind of like interview style. Share your stories. Tell tell people what what has been good for you. And we just Instagram back and forth. I recognized him as soon as I walked in the very first Thursday morning, and I was like, "Polly," <laughs> and embrace each other, yeah. and then. But that's all the same community. It's like, you know, birds of a feather flock, flock together. together. Yes, sir. Brother, it can't be more true. You always, life always provides. Get what you're looking for. Well, and I think too, right, there, there's to some extent we discount, we discount those feelings or those moments because we're, and I talked to Polly about this, we're so detached from it and just the societal norm is to detune from that side of ourselves, right? right? And it's it's difficult to understand that it lives within us. It's it's very difficult, right? And I realize it I realize it when I'm out in nature, right? But then when you come back, I'm better. I feel better, right? I I have renewed. I'm renewed, but I have a better understanding of how it's the is ought conundrum, right? Of how it ought to be, right? But it is this way, and I can't discount the is. Yeah. Uh, I can only strive for my ought, if that makes any sense, right? And to, to have that understanding and then to start just a realization that I had when, when sitting with Polly, and then to see you walk up, and, like, and I was like, yeah, right? This, this is what it is. The ought is happening. The ought is now the is, and this is coming full circle. And people are going to be like, what the f- is he talking about right now? <laughs> it, it totally makes sense here because I'm, I'm walking that path, and it's just like... But anyway, I digress a little bit. We, we are so disconnected from what you share, what I shared with Polly, that side of us... It's almost scary when I sit back and realize how disconnected we are and how important it is to get back to that connection. And at first, that connection has to be within ourselves, right? And then we can share that connection. Where and when did you realize that that connection for you and then what made you start wanting to share it? The connect. Okay, clarify that for me, because I want to. I want to make sure I understand this. Grass is all the way. My connection with my soul. Yes. Yes. With that. With that spiritual part of yourself, where you found glory, be it in whatever you call God, your Creator. Yeah. That's what I want to. I, I want to hear that. So I was. I was raised, quote unquote, Christian church. Right. Go to church on Sundays do all that my parents played in the band sung worship all that stuff I always felt like I never fit in being and this is like this is maybe a little a little bit of a longer story but leads me to my path I never felt like I belonged anywhere I had a disconnect with society I was a, I'm a college athlete played quarterback in college played lacrosse in college but I was also an honor student. And you know, like the nerds of the world and the jocks of the world and like, where do I fit? And the the Christian narrative, well, all about the exact same time that I got married and realized that how am I ever gonna lead my wife or my children if I can't lead myself? Yes, sir. And so how, why that's all connected with my childhood is 
my parents got a divorce and it was nasty nasty and for the longest time I realized that I was living my life for other people for other people I'm currently this is my, my last year of school teaching my dad was a school teacher I'm a school teacher I work at the same building he worked at I was his little mini me I was his legacy I was supposed to be the next head football coach just like him and and all this it's not what I wanted what I always found was when I removed myself from the distractions was when I allowed myself to be quiet and that, that stillness, right? Like the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. So often, like you're driving the car, is the radio on? Is a podcast playing? Are we constantly filling our ears with buzz? Because if we can't even hear our own self-talk, there's a problem. There's an issue. And so a part of this story and, and what bring it full circle and like the soulful hunter and the hunting aspect is hunting was the first thing I ever did in my entire life that I chose to do for myself. That was it. Self-taught. And at the same time, I didn't have anyone that would want to teach me. I didn't have a community. And not to go the community route, but like back to the soulful side, it's like, dude, I was so scared to hunt. I, my first hunt, my first animal I killed was a black bear. And I remember laying in tent, like, scared out of my mind and this is not like a typical hunting story you know, there's always this bravado like like dude I was scared for a bear to come in at my camp at night and then I'm like wait 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 no that would just make it easier right so there's a lot of soul searching into what do I want why am I the way I am everyone you know the meaning of life mm-hmm. and so hunting opened the door to that and then it was time to step into who I am and who I'm not meant to be but just how we show up in the world I have a contract uh, the background of my phone is I am a powerful loving inspiring leader so my contract with myself that when I'm feeling scared when I'm feeling down God, I believe that God, we're made in his image. Either the Bible's true or it's not true. And I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out there that I I believe it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So if we're made in his image and he's a creator, we're made to create. We're made in his image. Okay. So if I'm not living my life and creating each moment, what am I doing? What am I doing? Yes, sir. I'm sad. I, I feel... I feel empty. I feel midlife crisis. I feel all the feels. To me, I'm doing what I want to do. And then at the end of the day, I also can never, I can stop whenever I want and be like, okay, I'm satisfied. I'm connected. But tying into the hunting world is so distracted all the time. And I had to challenge my courage as a man and get close with my God. You know, Moses, he went to the, the mountain and spoke with God. All these people went to the mountains to speak yes, with sir. God. All of this. And yeah, I'm getting goosebumps right now because like, <laughs> like, let's go. Yep. Shout it from a mountaintop. 
God is good, life is good, hunting is good, we are good, humanity is good, and we're meant to share the good news. That, that's a trip. And you you said a couple of things there, and I never, I never even thought about it like that. But when you when you said hunting was the first thing that I did for myself, right? That's me. That you know what I mean? Like everything, every I was so disconnected from who I was because that's as a kid, right? You 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 play when you're an athlete. That's the my kids were athletes, right? And that was one of the things that I tried so hard as a parent not to not to do for me when I was a kid. If you weren't talking track or football, right? We weren't having a conversation unless it was me and mom, right? That was that was the only connection, right? You know, how was practice? What did you run? Blah blah blah. That was it. Hunting was the first thing I did for me. You know, and that was one of the things like with my kids, they were both athletes, right? And and there's there's benefit to being an athlete. And again, one of the things I tried not to do was be that person pushing that on them. Um, my daughter did wonderful. She understood it, right? And it was never for me, it was always for her. My son was different and he came to me one time and he goes, dad, I'm done playing football, right? And it, it was heartbreaking, right? Um, and I was like, okay, I got to step away from it. You know, this is for him. And then when you said, I don't know why all that triggered when you said it, like the first thing I did for me, like it triggered the thought about my kids in sports. But dude, that was hunting for me, right? Like you explained my connection to this. <laughs> you explained my connection to this with me never really knowing, yeah. right? I'm, I'm not bullshitting. I'm not blowing smoke up your butt about it. You legit explained my feeling and my connection to this in your experience and yeah. in your why, right? And I've never, this is the second one today that's been profound for me. Um, I don't expect that, right? I, we want to think that we have it figured out for ourselves, oh, right? And we, we, we think we know why. And I and I have an idea, right? But hearing that, dude, Brother. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's powerful when you sit here and you could just have a conversation and the bravado and the machismo is gone and it's just about what we love. It's just, it's phenomenal, dude. So I'm a public school teacher. It makes me want to tear up right now. Like, I'm sad. Sad at what these kids deal with and what society has done. Mm -hmm. Because you know what the most powerful thing is that you can ask your children? What do you want? Right. What do you want? What's making you happy? What do you want, man? Because you always get what you want. It's like, I'm hungry. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to eat this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, whether it's moral or not moral or it's against the law, or it's not against the law. You always get what you want, right? If you're yes. hungry enough, you're going to still gonna feed your it. family, yes, right? Because you're going to get it. Yep. I don't believe society asks people, what do you what? want? Right. And not just like surface level. I ask my wife all the time. It's like, when we got married, it's like, what do you want? I want to be a mother. Okay. Awesome. You're a mother now. Now what do you want? And a lot of times we get this identity of like what we do is who we are. Mm-hmm. And what we do is not who we are. It's an and life, not a or life, right? right? I'm a dad and I'm a, I'm a hunter and I'm a podcast host and I'm a... Right. And, and it's this, so, so what do you actually want? Like, what do you want? And who's, has anyone ever asked you that? I don't think so. I don't think I've ever been asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think I, 
I, okay, I'm going to answer it to the, to the best I can right now. I want to make a difference in the things that matter to me. Right? Yeah. So what are those? Hunting. Uh-huh. Okay, I can't say it like that. This is difficult. This is hard to this answer is hard. because yeah. you don't get, you, you're not right. asked these often. Yeah, hunting, hunting is something that's important to me because I know the impact it's had. But, but to say hunting is very narrow-minded. I want to have an impact on anyone I can, anyone that'll take the time to share a few minutes with me, take the time to listen to my podcast. I want to have an impact that is a life changer, that's profound for them. And if it's a small step, then it's a small step, yeah. right? I want to, I want my legacy, when people, when, if I killed over walking out, I want Johnny Mac to go, that was a stand-up, honest guy that loved everybody around me. I want you to know that when I walk away, yeah. right? And, then, and I want that to be my legacy. It's hard as hell to put words to what you just asked me because it's there's so much more to it, right? Right. There's so much more. I don't even know how to I don't even know how to frame that outside of what I just said. And the want changes. Right? Like what it we does. want can change yeah. day to day, month to month, year to year. And that's okay. And that's a, that's the thing I feel like I don't like to use the term grind. Oh, I'm grinding, I'm grinding. It's like, yes, I understand that in the Bible it says iron sharpens iron, so the countenance of one friend to another. I get that. But life is good. Make it good. We get to create our moments. You know, like, well, yeah, we're not we're not constantly like, I don't know about you. I'd rather be clay than, than metal. Well, but but okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that a little bit, right? I think it's I think it's perception. Like yeah. when we talk about the grind on the mountain. Yes. I love that grind on the mountain. Yes. Right? I, I think that, I think it's how, it's the connotation that we're taking it in, right? I want that grind. Yeah. For me, that grind is growth, yeah. right? That grind is learning. Yeah. That grind is me opening my eyes to, so like this picture, right? When we, when we initially look at this picture, what do we see? Bravado. Yep. Right? But then you look at what's down here is the foundation of this picture, right? Yeah. And, and that's, that is what it represents to me, yeah. is, is that foundation, that that growth, that, you know what I mean? That connection, that's what the grind is for me. Well, isn't it's all, you know, relativism, right? Yeah. Like what's relative, grinding to you means what it means to you, what it means to me is not what I want, <laughs> right? This is true. And, and this is the beauty of it because it's like the saying, like hunt your hunt. Mm-hmm. Right, hunt your hunt. hunt. Yes, sir. Don't hunt your hunt for social media. Don't hunt your hunt for likes. Don't hunt your hunt for anybody else. Hunt your hunt. Live your life. If you're not doing what you want, then figure it out and go do it. Mm -hmm. And, because it's not an or life, right? And understand that there's always consequences and that there's always responsibilities. So as a father, I, you know, to be the best father I could be, I always need to make sure I have them in my mind, mm-hmm. my wife in my mind, because self selfishness, oh baby, it's a that's a scary one, very right? scary. That is, and that's most of our demise, right? When it comes to family or or strife, period, right? Not even just family, right? 
that selfishness, alcoholism, drug abuse, neglect, that all comes from that, yeah. right? It's, it's those, that stems from selfish acts, yeah. right? And, and I don't know that, for me, that was easy, right? Because I grew up on the other side of selfishness. And I'm not gonna say that I haven't, ex you know, shown that to my family in, in some way, shape or form, but I was able to uh, avoid a lot of the traps of it. And I was always very conscious of it. Um, but that's like, that's the fall right there, man. It's the worst. Yeah. Because you're not, you don't think about anybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the scary thing for me. Like you just said it, right? I gotta, I have to be constantly be mindful of them. Right. And that, that takes you away from it immediately. And I've been blessed. I, I have, I have strong kids. I have a very loving and strong wife. For whatever reason, they're who they are made me better. I didn't. I'm not gonna take credit for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but it, we're the sum of the people we surround ourselves with, right? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. You know, and like. You can throw out any cliche you really want in this world. I mean, I'm not trying What's to... What's a cliche, though, right? <laughs> right? I mean... <laughs> it's like a stereotype. They're real. They're legit. Well, one of the things that you said earlier and I wanted to touch on is you talked about perception, right? And so often perception is reality for some. Mm -hmm. But perception isn't reality because then that brings you into this concept of, like, opinion versus perspective. Everybody has an opinion, not every everyone has a perspective right. because perspectives come with experience and in order for you to have a true perspective you need to experience something and then that is why hunting hunting no one will ever understand hunting until they experience it i don't care how much wild meat you eat until you understand and experience it you can't describe it. Or that's why I, in my podcast, it's transformation through primal adventure. Because that minute you get into that, your life is transformed. Yeah, Just, it is. And it's always for the better. Yeah. Always for the better. Well, the mountain always gives you what you need. That's absolutely the truth. I mean, <laughs> you you always find what you're looking for type thing. It's You go up there with a bad attitude. You go up there feeling like you want to escape or... It's right there. I mean, no, it's right it, there. It's uh, it's a profound experience, right? But you have to you have to be open to accepting it, right? Stop controlling life, <laughs> dude. Like, I don't yeah. want a white knuckle life anymore, right. man. That's it's miserable. It's like I'm moving. Okay, so dude, I put my house up for sale. Also, like, <laughs> like, like I've I've chased I've chased money right the better life from your kids and wife and you know what I mean I've chased that for 25 years yeah you know what I mean next Friday I'm like I'm unemployed right I'm scared than a mother dude I'm like I'm not gonna BS I don't know anything else right I'm scared but I'm like bring it yeah you know what I mean I didn't know nothing 25 years ago when I started doing what I do yeah I'm gonna figure it out from here it's scary but I'm just open to it it's like bring Car it. Carrie Underwood right Jesus take the will yeah like this is where like I get so emotional about it is because okay movie that really impacted me Ferris Bueller's Day Off okay I gotta hear familiar this one? With it? yeah so when they're at the art museum and Cameron is standing really close to the painting mm -hmm. and all he sees is a bunch of dots 
and he's standing like inches away. But then Ferris and his girlfriend, they're standing back and it's this beautiful painting. Beautiful painting. But all camera can see are these little dots. Take a step back. Breathe, collect yourself. What do you want? This life, like stop and smell the roses. I know like right. the cliche, but like so often people are like, I gotta get this, I gotta get this, I want this, consumerism, like impulse driven, all, it's like, you know, in the Bible, it, it talks about, you know, there are a couple things that say it's never enough. One of them is fire. You, a fire's never gonna say, okay, that's enough wood, I'm good. Right. No, the minute you stop feeding it, it dies. And so, you know, the society that we live in, I mean, I look around and, what do you guys really want? You know, Mahatma Gandhi said, you know, be the change you want to see in the world, not be the change you want in the world, right? right? You see. And so it starts with us. You got to go inward to go outward. That's right. Inward That's correction it. leads to outward, outward correction. Yeah. Or inward reflection leads to outward correction. Yeah. And hunting is an opportunity for that. But I'll, I got to tell you, man, the different things that I've done in the hunting world, I almost feel like taking a step back. From? From like carrying a camera, video and podcasting. It's like, well, am, I, am I hunting for me anymore? Right, and that, you know, so that's funny. I Last last September, man, I, I was ready. I was ready to film and I had, I had all the gear in the truck, and, you know, and, and I went into the hunt and I was super stressed. I was looking for the mountain. Dude, I got to the mountain and I couldn't think about anything but getting out there. And I didn't film. I hardly took pictures. I did it. I did it because of my podcast, right? I didn't want to. It was for me. It was like, you know what? I, I have this. This time is for me, right? And and sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. Right. And I'm glad I did it. You know, I'm glad I did it. There was there was things that happened, and there was moments on that mountain that may have been good to share with you but they were for me, you know? And, and it's like, I'll hold those memories and that's all they are is a memory. But dude, it's, it was worth, it was worth not doing. Dude, it's such an interesting balance. Like the minute you're in balance is the minute you're out of balance. Yes, yes, Right. Time. And And so, so how old are your kids? Daughter will be 25 in April and my son just made 20. And how long have you been hunting? 25 years okay I've been hunting eight years and my oldest child seven seven five and two so in the middle of me like pursuing this doing all this I also my little kids are at home and so it's like yes I want a video I want to show them because you know pictures worth a thousand words and if a picture's worth a thousand words how much is a video worth right you know, and there's only so much, like, time that I can tell them, like, the details of a hunt. Like, daddy, daddy, tell me the stories. Like, how about I show you? And now it's to a point where it's like, okay, I want them to come with me. Right. I, I, and carrying a camera and doing that, I, it's, it's easier hard. to take them. Right. It really is easier to take them. And, and 
you know, I didn't film hunts back in the day. There was there was no social platforms. I had no idea of, you know, wanting to share this. And I did film a couple, and it was just, it was for me, right? You know, and it was 35 millimeter cameras, right? Yeah. Um, but as soon as I could, and taking them as troublesome and as tiresome as that would seem, we didn't kill anything, yeah. right? We hardly saw anything when they were there. But then it becomes about them and the time and not the hunt. I mean, if I can carry a camera, I can. You know what I mean? I can. I know I can take my kid and experience that with them and, and get their eyes open at five, six years old. I mean, my boy's been hunting since he's been going out with me since he was four, and then I uh, from seven to twelve, I go down to Texas because he couldn't hunt big game in California, and we go down to Texas and hunt. And those to this day, even with I've had some of the most epic experiences in the last four to five years chasing elk. Those are still the memories that will outweigh any elk experience I'll ever have from here on out, unless he's by my side. Right. You know, my daughter's not a hunter. Uh, she'll get out on the mountain. She'll kick my ass on the mountain. Actually, she's <laughs> up your way right now. She's been in Washington for about a year and a half now. Yeah. And she's out there just crushing whatever mountain you guys have. Dude, she's probably going to leave Washington and nailed every peak in that state. Yeah. Just, she's bad. Sweet. You should have her on your podcast. Okay. She's... Her connection to your realm is way greater than mine. I mean, you want to talk about someone with, with spirituality and is is looking for it and welcomes it on a daily basis? Yeah. That's her. She's a stud. You know, talking about, like, I think sometimes religion gets confused with spirituality versus energy. And they're interchangeable, like, how you want to use it. Right. However... Everything in life is energy, right? This table, apparently, from what we're taught, because I can't prove it right now, like what that it's a bunch of protons and electrons moving nonstop. And it makes no sense, right? It makes no <laughs> sense. And it creates this versus it creates that versus it creates me. And everything has a flow to it. Hot flows to cold, right? right. And, and currency. What is currency? It's a flow. It's a flow of energy from one to, to another. another. Rain to plants, sun to plants, to, to life, to death, the ebb and flow, the yin and the yang. Like, whatever way you want to go with it, we're all connected. And what, you toss that rock in the pond, that ripple's going to reach every part of that shore. That's it. May not hit it right away. May not be the biggest tidal wave. But everything we do affects other people, whether we know it or not. And it's it's really weird to like go into this world looking at it like that, almost like you know the Matrix style, right? right. Like you're seeing zeros and ones and yeah. like, what do you want to invest your time in? What do you want to invest your energy in? Because where focus is, you know, energy flows and. I, I want, like, I want people to live their best life without, but live their best life because they want to live their best life. And I don't, I don't know how to do that. And I, and I always was told, like, you've got to identify the what because the how will take care of itself. You get, you get the what, the how will naturally come. 
I don't know how I'm going to get a job <laughs> when, when, when I quit teaching here pretty soon. But I know that I want a job. Right. What type of job do I want? I don't know. I don't want to teach anymore. You know, we'll have to, we'll have to get on the phone and, and call each other with the stories, man. Because <laughs> I'm sure it'll be back and forth, dude. Because it, it is, and it's nice, right? Because it's scary, right? It's scary because you, you, I don't have, my kids aren't at home, but I have my wife. My wife is used to me being the provider. She's used yeah. to that security that it provides, right? So it, it's, it's, man, it's, it's like deafening scary, right? But there is a liberation yes. inside me right now that can't wait till next Friday, yeah. right? Like it's ready to bust out and just scream at the top of the, you know what I mean? Yeah, let's go! <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're not like, bound by anything. Well, that's, that's the part of it right there. You just said it, right? The bound by. And that's, in the last year, that bound by, right? Those shackles got tighter. As I tried to kick and scream away from them, they got tighter and, and pulled me down harder to a point where mentally, Dude, I was at a place I've never been in my life where it was just like, I hate this. Yeah. I hate everything around me. I don't, I just want to detach from everything because of it. Life works for you. Life is happening for you, not to you. Yes, sir. Right? And so in order for you to identify what you want, you had to walk through a path that brought you to you having the realization to be like, I don't want this anymore. Yep. It's crazy. I, I want to be free. It's crazy. Freedom, man. That's Freedom we, over everything. That's, I'm telling you. Let's go. Take the chains off. Let's go. I don't <laughs> want to be bound by anything. It, it's scary. Brother, <laughs> give me a podium right now. Give me a it's microphone. Scary. No, it's scary. I feel like, uh, I feel like, uh, what's his name in Gladiator? Are you not entertained? <laughs> Are you not entertained? Yeah, that's funny. So it's perspective because I'm thinking of Eddie Murphy on Coming to America. <laughs> Hello, my neighbors. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> it's all perspective, brother. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, yeah. we'll have to uh, definitely have to stay in touch and see, yes. you know, share stories as we go through that journey, man. Yeah. If you need anything, call me. Uh, if it gets if it gets <laughs> deep and dark, when that's a real statement, I will yeah. be calling. I'll yeah, tell you that. for sure. Got to sign the Mountain Dew table. Absolutely, hit her brother. Up. It's getting crowded, but uh, we got some space in her. There we go. Boom! Thank you, bro. Brother, thank you so much. Yeah, man. Thank Honored. You. We gotta get a picture. Honored. Gotta get a pic. Yeah. I did it! <laughs> <laughs>